Hello all, this is JC3 from Is This Real? Do you want to start your own podcast? Then look no further than Buzzsprout.com. We here at Green Hour Media use Buzzsprout, and we love the team at Buzzsprout. They are all about helping you succeed. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform. Follow the link in our show notes to let Buzzsprout know that we sent you. It gets you a $20 paid Amazon gift card if you sign up with a paid plan and help support our show. Join us and over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout.com to get your message out to the world. From just above the Keith Vincicalo Studios in Patterson, New Jersey, Green Hour Media is proud to present Is This Real? Tonight, we're going to take a look at the Yacht Lob incident. What happened? Now, your host, JC3. Hey, welcome, 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 everybody. Uh, to another episode of Is This Real? Uh, tonight's episode, we have to do uh, somewhat of, uh, uh, you know, mix around, uh, you know, not in the booth. We're not in the booth tonight, so I can't say who's in the booth, but who I have with me on the episode tonight. Obviously, you heard Big Joe on the intro. Say hello to everybody out there in Zoom land, Dad. Hello, Billy. How are we doing? Uh, we have Roblox as usual. Rody, say hello. Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? Uh, and we tonight we have uh, uh, the the former Don at the desk, Mr. Anthony. How are you? Yeah, there's no former, I will always be the Don at the desk, and I'm doing just well. Thank you very much. Uh, no West tonight, unfortunately. Uh, well, we don't know, he may come. He was walking his dog the last time we heard him. Uh, but tonight we're he talking- got sucked up in the dot yo pass incident, so we don't know. He's another one of the fucking victims. So tonight, uh, we're talking about the uh, the Dyatlov Pass incident, uh, and this 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 incident inspired a movie, gentlemen. It's called The Devil's Pass. Uh, has anyone seen this movie? No, 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 I haven't. I have not either. The Devil's Pass sounds like a gangbang anal film. Okay, we're not going to start that tonight. You're going to shut the hell up on my show. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, uh, in nineteen in January of 1959, nine young Soviet hikers died under mysterious circumstances while trekking through the Ural Mountains in what's known as the Yatlev Pass incident. A 23-year-old hiker named Igor Dyatlov led a journey to reach the peak of Ortoten, a mountain in the northern Urals of Soviet Russia. <clears throat> The young man brought a team of eight experienced hikers, many from the Ural Polytechnical School, along with him for the adventure. Before he left, Yatlev told his sports club that he and his team would send them a telegram as soon as they returned. Uh, But that telegram was never sent, and none of the hikers of the so-called Yatlev Pass incident were ever seen alive again. Uh, So, a just real quick, guys. How many of you? Uh, how many of you guys have actually heard of this before tonight's? Uh, before this week's episode? No, I can't honestly say I've never heard of it. No, 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 I didn't nobody. Hear about right? it till like uh, first time I heard about this was like two thirty this afternoon when you texted me. So, no idea. Uh, I've heard of this before. I've never actually studied it until this. Um, to be honest, it's it's very. The more the more videos I watch of it, and the more I learn about this, it's it's very very mysterious, and of course, it's what we're talking about. Uh, but when their bodies were found in the coming weeks, their strange, gruesome injuries left investi- uh, investigators baffled and repulsed. Some were missing eyes, others were missing uh, another was missing her tongue, and many were struck by a force comparable to that of a speeding car. But nobody can make any sense, and they did not have injuries on their body to prove any of that. Like the one injury, uh, the guy had broken ribs, but there was no 
injury on the outside of his body. Like there was like he had broken ribs, but it didn't look like he was hit from the outside of his body. Yeah, you see this this whole thing. Reading what I've read about it so far, the the only thing I can come up with, and you know, it says that it can get really bad out where they where these guys were hiking. It's very very bad out there, and the, the winds can whip up to eighty one meters or whatever it is, and it happens mainly at night. <laughs> Excuse me, I don't understand. If you're an experienced hiker, why you would put yourself in that situation and not be prepared for it? Now, the story goes that they ripped themselves from the inside of the tent. They ripped out of the tent to go to find out what was going on. To me, this screams, and I, I, I find it popular with everybody, but it screams of uh, extraterrestrial because with the missing eye, the missing this, the missing tongue, um, you know, how many cases have we come across that had had that, you know, that's just, that's just, I guess maybe I'm reaching here, but I think that that, that's where I, I'm going to tend to go with this story. And what say you? Uh, you know, I guess there's a couple theories and we'll get into them later about that. One of them is extraterrestrial. Um, one thing that I found, like, I'll continue with the story after uh, Josh and Anthony. Uh, talk about what what they might think or anything like that, at least from the first part of the story of what they heard. Um, but, Ant, go. It's, it, you know. I mean. <clears throat> Wait, hold on, gentlemen. Hold on, hold on. Mr. West is here. Wait, uh, he's connected Holy to audio. Titties. Hey, Mr. West. We're in the middle of recording of uh, the Yacht Love Passes. And hello, Mr. West. Yo. Hey, West. Hey. Uh, and on, Wes. Hey. So can you hear me? Hello. Yes, yeah, we can all hear you. Awesome. There's everybody's faces. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, go on, Ant. I don't know. I mean, okay, so you have some of them with, uh, they were found, you know, months or whatever. They found months afterwards, right? They had Yo, who are we talking tracks, about? So- uh, the Yatlev Pass incident. Oh, the movie, yo. Yeah, that. The, the, yeah, that. They the went. They pass. went missing. They went missing out in like what was it like in the forties or something like that? Nineteen fifty-nine. Fifties. Yes. You were talking, Anthony. Yeah, I'm sorry. I had to just catch up to speed. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> some of them uh, here. Okay, here's the thing: the ones that were like missing shit, like their eyes and their mouth or whatever, the tongue. You can always blame that to hungry wildlife. You know what I mean? Like a small critter, like so. So, so oh, let me take that for a snack real quick. I've been about its way. You know, you have after after fuckers, they were dead, though, right? We're talking probably. We don't know, but like <clears throat> some of them with broken bones, cracked skulls, and ribs. Like they launched a an investigation, opened this up two years ago to try and figure it out. Three years ago at this point, trying to figure it out again. And they concluded that it was an avalanche that took these poor fuckers out. Well, I mean, to be honest, yeah, they're they're saying that it's... It was a special kind of... It's called a shelf avalanche. Some of the people, if they were standing outside the tent for whatever reason, they got hit with the force of a Mack truck. That right there can totally, like, fuck a person up and break ribs without the... Or break bones without the the, the sign. Then why did they rip... Then why were they ripping out of me? We'll be back after a quick break. I'm Howard Dory. And I'm Jess Dory. And we host Plotting Through the Presidents. We take deeply researched, deeply irreverent dives into the myths, mysteries, and scandals of the men and women who shaped America. Join us as we dive deep into topics like... The undeniable ribs of Aaron Burr. The what now? And the odd feeding habits of everyone's favorite founder... John, John Adams? Adams? Subscribe and follow Plotting Through the Presidents now to plot along with us. Find out more at plodpod.com. Well I'll, t- I, well, I'll give you a reason for that. I think one of them went fucking stir-crazy. You, you, you have nine people up in the mountains. It's fucking cold. Now, I understand they're Russians, and they wash their bowls with ice water, but it's fucking it's unbearably cold. You're going to tell me Christ. that nine motherfuckers, one of them had to have cracked, and one of them probably had a fucking knife on them and said, everyone get the fuck away. I'm going to fucking start icing you motherfuckers. Strip. Okay, Everybody first of all, fuck naked hold on, now. hold on. Uh, 
again, no, I, I want to continue the, the, the story, but what I wanted, it's, I, I could understand that if, um, like, if they saw the bodies in different places and, you know, they, they, they had a bunch of tracks everywhere. But later in the story, if you're reading the story, they were, they walked in a straight line away from the tent. They all walked in the same path in the straight line away from the tent. There was Martin one track. <clears throat> all of them died of hypothermia. Like, that's like... No, uh, suppose the, they died of hypothermia. There's, there's no... How do you know... Yeah, well, see, my point, my point, Anthony, I, I can understand what you're saying about the avalanche because it's very, very, it happens out there. But what I can't understand is that they get out of the tent, they cut through the tent, and they're walking in a straight line. At that point, what made him cut out of that tent? You can't, I mean, you, I know your theory is one guy had a knife or whatever. I, okay, well, what if they were buried in the tent and they couldn't get out through the regular way? So they felt like this side is kind of loose. Let's cut our way out and just fucking go. Like if a fucking a possibility. I, Say, well, say, okay, say, say they had the tent up, right? They're all hanging out in the tent. They're all eating their borscht and they're, they're reading their fucking lemon and all that shit, right? And, and eating their sausages and shit. That's right. right. And there's like, you have three of them sitting up against the wall. And that's when this ice slab of a truck hits them, hits the tent, rocks them, fucks them up, right? Right there, you have an impact through a wall. Granted, it's a tented wall, but still, you have, you're getting hit by something with that much force, but it's not going to break the skin. It's going to break the insides up. They fall down, they get all fucked up, and then they realize that the rest of the tent's pretty fucked up, too, and this is the only way out. Let's hold cut on, this hold on, and get out. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to continue with the story because I can see your point. I, I can see that. Honestly, truthfully, I can see that. But this is where it gets interesting. So, okay, so um, so they then uh, – well, they, this is a little down. So the discovery of this, this is the discovery of the bodies – uh, they discovered eight or nine set of pr- footprints from the team, many of them clearly made by people with either nothing, socks, or a single shoe on their foot. These tracks led to the edge of a nearby woods almost a mile away from the camp. Some of them. What? Okay. Uh, at the forest edge under a large cedar, the, the investigators found the remains of a small fire, and the first two bodies, Yuri I chart because I can't know the I don't know this guy's last name. Uh, he was twenty three, and Yuri Doroshenko twenty one. Despite temperatures of negative thirteen to negative twenty two degrees on the night of their deaths, both men's bodies were found shoeless and wearing only underwear. Uh, they then found the next three bodies: those of Yatlov, Zaneda Kolmogorova twenty two, and Rustem Slobodin. 23 who died on their way back to the camp from the cedar tree. And those are the pictures of the bodies there. Uh, while the circumstances were odd, investigators found that the causes of death were clearly all the, all the hikers they said uh, oh, were clear. Sorry. All the hikers they said had perished from hypothermia. Their bodies showed no indication of severe external damage beyond what had been indicated by inflicted by the cold. However, this didn't explain Doroshenko was, brown purple in complexion or why he had gray foam coming from his right cheek and a gray liquid coming from his mouth furthermore this ex- this didn't explain why the hands of the two hikers under the cedar were scraped away and the branches above them were torn down as if the two men had tried desperately to seek shelter from something or someone in the tree meanwhile slobodin uh-huh had head injuries uh, consistent with someone falling and hitting their head over and over and over again. And Kamagorova had a baton-shaped bruise on her side. These two hikers, as well as the others found by this point, were also gen- uh, generally underdressed and wearing some of each other's clothes, only as a supporting the idea that they fled suddenly without adequate uh, preparation into the freezing night, dest- despite being experienced hikers it was it wasn't until the what i was gonna say what if the 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 injuries uh to the two guys that were found on the cedar tree they were attacked by like a bear or something so they climbed the fucking tree and they froze up there is that a fucking teardrop tattoo roblox no he doesn't have a teardrop tattoo you know i thought he oh okay um or or it was a bigfoot but we'll get into that later 
Uh, it wasn't until the other four bodies were found two months later that the mystery deepened even more. The remaining hikers were discovered buried under the snow in a ravine 75 meters deeper into the woods than the cedar, known as the Atlef Pass Den, and their bodies told even more gruesome stories uh, than those of the other murders, members in the group. Nikolai Thibault Brignoles, 23, suffered significant skull damage in the moments before his death, while Ludmila <laughs> Dabinina, 20, and Semyon Zolotaryev, 38, had major chest fractures that could only have been caused by immense force comparable to that of a car crash. And the most now, gruesome... let me ask. Go ahead. Yeah, let me ask you a question. When they found the bodies, were the bodies buried under snow, or were they on top of the snow? Or it says, uh, so they were buried. Yeah, it was buried under the snow in a ravine seventy-five meters deeper than this. But again, you're, you're talking about months later. Yeah, but still, even if it was like directly afterwards, if another avalanche, if they got caught up in another avalanche because this is fucking January in Russia. Chances are. It's going to snow a little bit, and shit's going to fall down. If they got caught in another avalanche and then, like, fell off of, like, a higher peak or something like that and fell down the mountain into the ravine, that's going to crush your chest right there. That's going to severely yeah. fuck you up. Yeah, avalanche would definitely do that. That's for sure. I have yeah. survived an avalanche. It is not fun. What? What? I- I'll be out there, bro. I'll be out there. Know what? Yes, you are out there. <laughs> you know what? I believe it. Okay, it's my well, word against yours. It's my word against yours. Okay, I was there. I survived an avalanche too. Too Joey once fell on me. Okay, so we're gonna take a quick, short little break. We'll be right back. Oh dear God! Hi, this is Anthony from Multimedia Mafia. If you love what we do and you want to know more about us. Head on over to GreenArrowMedia.org. On there, you're going to find links to both Multimedia Mafia show and our sister show, Is This Real?, which is all about conspiracies and aliens and all sorts of wonderful stuff like that. If you want to support us, head on over to our merch page where you can buy a hat or a mug. We have lots of different designs and cool colors. If you want to meet us, we got pictures up there. We have a little biography, and you can even stream the show right through the website. And hey, don't forget to check out our YouTube link where you can check out all the filming that we do right on our YouTube page. Check us out, greenarrowmedia.org. And we are back. Now, uh, there's one more person that we didn't get to their body, which one I, I think is the most gruesome of them. Uh, that's uh, uh, Dubina. She was missing her tongue, eyes, part of her lips, facial tissue, and a fragment of her skull bone. I don't think yeah, wildlife is going to eat skull bone. I think so. You never know. I think so. I mean, see, I, I have a problem with the wildlife thing. I do. Because if it was wildlife, okay, if it was a bear, a bear is not going to just take an eye out. A bear is not going to, a bear is going to mutilate that corpse. Okay, a bear if it was, was a squirrel. Like a, a, or a chipmunk, or whatever little creatures they got over there, that I could understand. Okay. And they but found I, the body of uh, Alexander, which is another person, and he was in the same exact location as her, but he didn't have any of the same kind of wounds at all. Yeah, so that makes no. I'm not right there. I mean, why would the why would the animal take her and not him? You know what I mean? It, I'm it, still gonna go. I'm still gonna go with the avalanche thing because the avalanche could probably like that amount of force could probably like rip your freaking face off and shit. Well, like like what? But what Dad said, if that did it to her, it could do it to him also, and it did it. He was it only. Be, it could also be after effects. Because don't forget, if something happened to them and then they're left there to die, and then the avalanche happened afterwards, you, you know that could be a totally different scenario. That could explain some of the. Um, uh, bruises or stuff like that. Some of the things that weren't seen, but you know, damage is done to the bodies. Here's a question. Here's a question. Was any of these people found further away by themselves, or did they determine which person was the last one to die? Well, I'm just going to get into that. He goes. The second group okay. of bodies suggested that the hikers had died at distinctive, uh, distinctly different times. 
because they appeared to have been making use of the clothes of the people who had died before them. So basically, so tells me mm-hmm. that you had these this group of people stuck in the fucking Russian mountains, freezing cold, getting hit by an avalanche, and then they argued about what to do next. And some people were like, we stay, and we finish the trip, or and the other people were like, fuck you, we're leaving. Other people were, and, and basically, they had a couple of people outnumbered the others. And then they the said march. strip. And then they said maybe, strip. Maybe, maybe, they, maybe there was an attack, so they decided to take him out. Like, you know, fuck this person up, and we're leaving you in the snow, Yuri. I'll be a douche about it. Well, the rest of us are gonna get the fuck off. Is this happening? Is this happening during the avalanche or after the avalanche? Post-avalanche. I don't think all that can happen during an avalanche. There's a lot of. Snow I don't think happening. it can happen post avalanche either, happening. because because when you're in an avalanche, you're covered. You're digging your way out. You don't you don't give a rat's ass who's you with you. Don't even you. know which way you up is. Exactly. You could be digging or, down, or, thinking you're digging up. Okay. okay even I don't. I, the case. Well, what the, if, the, the that 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 had gone stir crazy by that point. No, but that that throws anything uh, that first of all, with an avalanche, you're not walking on top of the fucking avalanche. You're going to sink. All right. You're going to sink into the snow. So they're not walking from everything. uh, The the, besides the tent being ripped, everything in the site campsite was pristine. The only thing is these people left. If there was an avalanche, the tent would have been covered in snow. The 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 fire. There was a fire. Uh, they they suggest that there was a fire at one of the the areas in which these people died, so meaning yeah, that they on. they set up camp. I think it's I think it's most of it's because of inexperience. Only for the fact that some of them are young. Some of them were what like 20, 23? Yeah. from like twenty to twenty eight. <laughs> and like them going through a hill, mountain pass, or whatever. For, even if they have a little bit of experience, just seems crazy to go through if you know like there's a storm or trails or stuff like that they could have easily gotten lost at some point because if they Got were snow leopards to... out there okay if they're trying to walk through a straight line they can easily get disoriented if there is a snowstorm if they, they have very uh low visibility then they you know a straight line can turn into a squiggly line and that's where some of them could have ended up even before the site True. Hold up, hold up. But isn't there like, isn't there like something like that goes on saying that there was like radiation or something found at these sites? That' what I was just yes. about to get to. So he goes. Perhaps most mysterious of all was the clothing of both Kolovatov uh, uh, and Dubin, Dubinina showed evidence of being radioactive. Due to this evidence, due to evidence like this, even even with more bodies found, the mysterious the mystery of Yatlev Pass incident only grew more baffling. Uh, the Soviet there government. Is one thing now. Go on. Go ahead. No, you go. Well, I was gonna say like the, the avalanche and uh, I've read isn't the standard like bury everything in snow. It's more like a slab avalanche. So think of like a giant ice cube sliding down a hill. It doesn't break up, but it hits everything at once. It's still an avalanche because it's sliding down the fucking hill. So that's what it is. That's why the, everything looked pristine because it wasn't the type of powdery snow bury avalanche. It was basically a giant ice cube that slid down the mountain and basically hit the, the camp. And that's what. Well, then up. that's the, definitely. If that was the case, then the camp would have been fucked up too. The camp was well, a pristine the, area. Like, like literally, they they had. Uh, I, I saw the pictures of the camp. Besides the tent being ripped, and the tent was still in the uh, in the ground. They had chairs on the outside. They had the fire. The, the chairs around. You know the the fire camp. And, you know, it was like they just got up and left with that. If that was the case and you had ice slabs coming down, it would have knocked. You would have had like a, a murder scene there. Everything yeah, would have camp- been the that. campsite would have been disturbed, too, which is why it's it makes it a mysterious situation. Why did they leave camp fully set up? Go further from where they were and then possibly end up in an avalanche? Because if I okay, look. They ended up in some type of ravine, fell through, and then there could have been an avalanche afterwards that covered them. It could have been hypnotized. I have a a comment from somebody here who seems to know that area pretty well. Um, If you let me indulge, I could read this to you. Um, Yes, please indulge. He says, I am from what used to be the Eastern Bloc. I spent my time in Army and slept in in He's talking as a Russian, so you're going to have to bear with me. And slept in tent at 20 degrees Celsius below zero. So I could evaluate this case with extra knowledge. 
These people left the tent that evening when they were just preparing for the night, not during the night when they were sleeping. When you sleep in a tent in a sleeping bag in those cold conditions, you leave all your clothes on, just change them for dry ones. To replace the wet clothes from a day's activity, you take your boots off, never leave them on. You put on dry socks and you get your sleeping bag like this. One of the group was fully clothed with four pairs of socks and a feet, which indicates he was ready to go to sleep. The others were just changing. That is why they were not fully clothed. If they escaped the tent during the night, they would have been fully clothed, but without boots, which makes sense. Now, he goes on by saying there was a full plate of white bacon neatly sliced prepared for dinner. There, they were attacked before they had a chance to have the dinner. White bacon is usually the only food, whatever. Um, when they were getting out, um, the attackers fled. However, the bikers fled in panic down the slope to the forest. This wasn't an intended robbery or intended murder as such. I, I think with this person, it goes on longer, but what they, they're giving us the background of what you would do in a situation like that. Like you wouldn't see if they were attacked in the middle of the night while they were all sleeping, they would have got out fully clothed, but would have no boots. And what were they doing? Not clothed. You know, so this whatever this was happened immediately. Yeah. This happened today. Maybe like maybe this was a maybe the, maybe these people went out with like someone with the one of these people was like <laughs> kill the rest type of shit. Like leave the borscht, take the pierogi type shit. Like they we're all going to be taken out. Well, um, here, here's a theory. Deliciously. Hold on. Here's a theory that, that many people... So, early on, many Soviets suspected that the hikers' deaths were the result of an ambush by the local Mansi tribesmen. A sudden yeah. attack would account for the way the hikers fled their tents, their disarray, and the damage done to the second group of bodies. But that explanation fizzled quickly. The Mansi people were largely peaceful, and the evidence of Yatlev Pass did it make m- much sense or support violent human conflict? Uh, for one, the damage done to the hiker's bodies exceeded the blunt force trauma one human could inflict on another. <clears throat> there was also no evidence of any footprints on the mountain beyond those made by the hikers themselves. Uh, investigators uh, then conceived of a swift, violent avalanche, the sound of snow collapsing, and early warning of the deluge uh, uh, to come. Uh, would have frightened the hikers out of their tents in a state of undress and sent them springing into the tree line. An avalanche would also have been power enough to inflict the injuries that killed the second group of hikers. Uh, But the physical evidence of an avalanche just wasn't there, and locals familiar with the terrain later said uh, that such a natural disaster simply wouldn't have made sense in the Outlet Pass. There was also the fact that the investigators found the bodies they noted no evidence of that an avalanche had occurred any time recently in the region. There was no damage in the tree lines, and the searchers observed no debris. Moreover, no avalanches have been recorded at that site before, and nor have the, been there since. Furthermore, the experienced hikers have made camp in a spot that was vulnerable. Oh, furthermore, would the experienced hikers have made camp in a spot that was vulnerable to an avalanche. So that's... Absence of evidence does not mean evidence of absence. Just because they have not recorded an avalanche in that area doesn't mean it's never happened before. That's true, but there was no evidence of an avalanche occurring in that area when they, when they did, when they found them. Then why are we talking about an avalanche if there's... If there's... No evidence of it. Well, so that the, that's what was concluded as of 2021. Yeah, the avalanche hypothesis was characteristic of most of the theories put forward in the early days of mystery. It offered a quick, superficially plausible solution to some aspects of the puzzle, but oh, utterly so. failed to account for others. Yeah, you take that well, right down at that point. Well, there's there's that, but I have an article published January 28th. Oh, one mechanisms of slab avalanche release and impact in the Dyatlov Pass incident in 1959. The article goes on to talk about how, in a very scientific way, a slab avalanche could have occurred in 1959 on the Yatlov Trail. So, well, I'm going to use the words of one of my favorite people in one of my favorite movies, 
scientifically, it's said that an elephant can hang by its tail from a, a, a daisy, a daisy on the cliff. But using common sense, we know that didn't happen. That can't happen. So, it reminds me of uh, "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Science is a liar sometimes. <laughs> uh, so here are some more theories about this. In fact, we are actually going to go to a second break, and we'll be right back after. Hello, hola, konnichiwa. I have a very important question for you. Is this real? That's the motto of our weekly podcast. We question everything from the paranormal to conspiracies, even the extraterrestrials. There's no topic we won't dive into. So tune in and listen to our show every Sunday at 8 p.m. And remember, folks, question everything. And we are back. Uh, so some other theories, gentlemen, tonight. Uh, there's a lot of different theories out there about this, actually. Um, so with official theories leaving lots unexplained, many alternative explanations for the Yatlov Pass incident have been put forward in the six decades since. While many of these are highly elaborated, some are decisively concrete and straightforward. Some tried to explain the hiker's strange behavior and the lack of clothing. Uh, with an in-depth look at the effects of hypodermia, hypothermia, hypodermia, um, ir- uh, irrational thinking or and behavior is a common early sign of hypothermia. And as a victim approaches death, they may pra- paradoxically receive uh, perceive themselves to be overheating, causing them to remove their clothes. The trauma to the second group of bodies in the in this version of events. <clears throat> is caused by a stumbling, stumbling plunge over the edge of a ravine. Yet hypothermia doesn't explain why the hikers left their warm tents in a panic for the fr- uh, frigid world outside in the first place. Other investigators began to test the theory that the deaths were a result of some argument among the group that got way out of hand, possibly mm-hmm. related to a romantic encounter. There's a history of dating mm-hmm. between several of the man- uh, members. Uh, that could explain some of the lack of clothes, but people who knew the ski group said they were largely uh, largely harmonious. Moreover, the Yatlev hikers uh, would have been no more able to inflict the damage to their com- compatriots than the Mansi. The force. Can we just? Oh, sorry. The force involved in some of the deaths was again greater than that any which uh, human could uh, con- inflict. Go on, Anthony. Can't we? I mean, I don't know. In most cases, I'm like, okay, this is some... I see evidence for this. I see evidence for that, and it's doubtful. But, like, I think... I just think these people have the worst camping trips ever. Like, can we just say Murphy's Law happened with these people where it's like, all right, these nine Russian people organized the gangbang in the woods, and then shit got crazy. There was an avalanche. A couple people got crazy. They're crazy. It's frozen. They march out of the woods. They're attacked by a bear. They're hit with another avalanche. Like anything that absolutely could go wrong went wrong in the shittiest way possible. It's like every time they. I trip, think the thing that like really God baffles me down further. gotta be the gotta be the fact that that old girl was found with radiation. Like how does that? Two how of the you people were found with radiation. That? That's so, my problem with the whole thing. How many? Two. Okay. Two people were found. But what what like level those. of radiation are you talking about? Like because Como quiera, it don't matter, things. bro. Like how, it don't matter. Like how you going? How you going to explain that all these people went on well, the same trip and two of them popped up with radiation when they well, were dead? Hold on a like, second. How does that make any sense? Well, technically speaking, if you eat a banana, you have some radiation in you. You wouldn't test po- You wouldn't test positive because it's so minute. What if they were using something that had a radiation? I don't know. It gave then that would come up in the theory. Mild radiation. Maybe, maybe drugs or some shit. Like, there's got to be a natural reason why radiation would have been present. Well, uh, as it goes on, with humans effectively ruled out as the culprits behind the Yatlet Pass incident, though there are theories that the KGB or murderous prison escapees were at fault. Calm down, Anthony. Uh, Some began to posit non-human assailants. Some began to claim that the hikers were killed by a menk, a kind of Russian yeti. 
to account for the immense force and power necessary to cause the injuries to three of the hikers. Now, uh, the theory is popular among those who focus on the damage to to Bina's face, while most explain her missing tissue by pausing, positing it a visit. That doesn't sound right, but that is positing a visit from a small scavenger or perhaps decay or perhaps decay resulting from her partial submersion in a watery under snow stream. Mank proponents seem a more sinister predator at work. Uh, so they're just yeah. going to say that a Yeti did this before a freaking actual scavenger? Well, if you look at the, there's a photo from one of the cameras. And I, I, you know, to our listeners out there, please go and look at this photo of the Outlet Fest incident. It does look like what seems to me Bigfoot in the distance. No. What do you mean, no? You're, what does that you're look like? Thinking, to me, it looks like I'm... every other bundled up Russian asshole in that time period. Look at any of those people in these photographs who went there to look for the bodies and all the pictures and shit. They're all dressed the same way. Dark clothes, and they're all bundled up as tight as can be. Not to mention, there was the Mansi people who were very, you know, they didn't fuck around. They didn't come down and hurt anybody. But they dressed, you look at pictures of them like I was just Googling. They have fucking parkas up like this. Everybody looks the same when they're covered in dark shit to stay warm. Uh, I disagree. That does not look like a person at all. That to definitely me. doesn't look like a person to me. I, I, that's just my opinion. I, I, to it me, looks, it looks like, you know, somebody was dead. scared. He turned around and whipped the camera. You know. I'm assuming this is the camera. This is the picture you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. That looks it, like, it, no, to me, it, it look at it, Anthony. It looks exactly like every other, uh, uh, uh what should I call every other Bigfoot photo? Same well, position, and everything. Have, we don't have any. We don't have very many Bigfoot photos. We have the we have the film that was made and a couple of pictures from that. But you look at that thing and you can see like there's fur. It looks like some matting's going on. No one's out there rocking a mink coat and getting it all fucked up. That guy has like that Bigfoot footage kind of looks real because it it reacts real. This is a blurry ass picture. Who the fuck knows what that is? It's someone standing in the distance. Is that someone a Yeti? Well, I don't know. I don't because if you're looking at this picture, it doesn't seem like it's too like I'm thinking a Yeti's a big fucking thing. Like, you know, six to eight, ten feet tall. This thing looks about average height. It looks just like one of the other guys wearing his you know, coat and shit, and he's stepping. He's going ahead of the trail to see if there's anyone there. And I mean, here's the other thing. But how this you tell? Yeah, I'm, not con- I'm not convinced. No pile, and he's standing next to a really tree. You can't tell if he's average height or not. It just looks like it's average height. You're okay. looking at a photo that's taken out at least 50 feet, probably a little bit more, and blurry as fuck. And it's someone bundled up, or it could be someone with dark you know, hair and stuff like that. It looks like there's a good several inches of snow on the floor, so you can't sit there saying that person is average height. That person could be seven foot tall for all you fucking know. Okay. All right. I'm not going to say you're wrong. I'm just saying... He's halfway up the fucking tree. It's not halfway up the tree. It's standing in the tree. Standing right next to the tree. All I'm saying is that there's not anything here that's giving me reasonable doubt to believe that that's a Yeti. I, I, I I don't see it. Also, take this. Aren't they supposed to blend in with their fucking environment like the abominable snowman and the Yeti? They would have white fur just like so they wouldn't be seen when they're scurrying about. This thing has black fur. What kind of a fucking animal would evolve the opposite of its natural surroundings to the color of its hide? Maybe it was different. So not only did we get a Yeti, we also got the special Yeti? Yeah. I can't. No, 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 no. Well, we got uh, the we got the anti albino yeti. Joey said no it sense. best. Logic does not run in this show. Thank you. Any type of scenario <laughs> could happen whatsoever. Or in that family. Thank you. Anywho, other sleuths point. The other sleuths point to the re- uh, reports of small amounts of radiation detected on some of the bodies. 
leading to wild theories that the hikers that may have been killed by some sort of secret radioactive weapon after stumbling into secret government testing. Those who that might be true. favor this idea stress the strange appearance of the bodies at their funerals. The corpses had uh, the corpses had a slightly orange withered cast, but the radiation been uh, it, but had the radiation been caused death, more of the modest levels would have been registered when the bodies were examined. The corpses' orange hue isn't surprising given the frigid conditions in which they sat for weeks. They were partially mummified in the cold. Uh, the that secret makes we- sense. The secret weapon explanation is popular because it's partially supported by the testimony by another hiking group, one camping 50 kilometers away from Yatlev Pass team on the same night. This other group spoke of strange orange orbs floating in the sky around Kalatskyakov, a site proponents of this theory interpret as distinct explosions. The hypothesis, the hypothesis, well, sorry, goes, <laughs> the hypothesis goes that the sound of the weapon drove the hikers from the tents into a panic. Half closed, the first group died by hypothermia while attempting to take shelter from the blast by waiting near the tree line. The second group, <clears throat> having seen the first group freeze, determined to go back to their, their, uh, for their belongings, but fell victim to hypothermia too. While the third group got caught in a flesh, a fresh blast further into the forest and died from their injuries. Lev A. Ivanov, the chief investigator of the Yatlev Pass incident, said, I suspected at the time and I'm almost sure now that these bright flying spheres had a direct connection to the group's death. When he was interviewed by a small Kazad newspaper in 1990, censorship and secrecy in the USSR forced him to abandon abandon this line of inquiry. Ooh. You were saying that aliens could have done it? Uh, secret government weapon for the USSR. Sure. I won't ever I won't ever ever rule out the possibility that the you that the government, any government, was testing something and there was collateral damage because someone happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. I completely can Apply that over anything else. I mean, maybe they were testing out, you know, like radiation bullets and one zinged her on the arm. And Bob's your uncle. There you go. She's got radiation on her. Who the fuck knows what it could be? I would just, scare I from the know. tent. Huh? Would that scare them from the tent? Oh, the blast. Probably. Yeah, they're blowing shit up up all the way up there. You know. Let's well, say, well, let me ask Russia, you this way. Hold on. Put it is, it is 1950s too, so they could yeah. be testing new something out there. Okay, exactly. Put yourself in the tent in the middle of the woods, and no, you hear you. a large explosion in the distance. Oof. Are you gonna open the tent up and look out and see what's going on? I'm gonna. Yes, yes, I am. Can I just answer it this way? Because this too. is truthful. Okay. Let me just answer it this way. I have literally been sleeping. In my bedroom at home, and her gunshots outside of the window on Garrison Ave, and rolled over and went, I'm all right, because minding your own business costs you zero dollars. You're right. I, you're right. But now, so, uh, with that but, said, probably not. If I'm in that scenario, right, if I chose to go exploring in the fucking mountains of Russia, and I hear a boom, well, that's not natural. I, I would, I, you would have to get up and like check it the fuck out. Because what would you, you do exactly? Okay, so give me this scenario again. That boom could cause you, an avalanche. Put yourself. That boom in that could be an avalanche. Put yourself. I think in the that avalanche tent. theory is out, Eric. The avalanche, no avalanche. Okay. Okay. We all know that. Put, put yourself in that tent. It's the middle of the night. You hear the boom. What's your next move? Everyone is screaming. <laughs> Adam Cole. People are half. Huh? Adam Cole. <laughs> so everyone is scrambling everyone's panicking you know uh boris has to pull out a natasha they both have to get their clothes on everyone's going fucking crazy and you stop generalizing everyone's... russian names <laughs> <laughs> my point so is somebody... everyone's going fucking crazy to get out of the tent Asshole. and then igor over here said fuck it i'll make my Mother... way out and just rips himself out i totally think about it, that theory if... 
If if okay, I, if, yeah. if we're all if if there's nine of us hanging out in a tent, and all of a sudden, mother like we have First to get all. out in a hurry, and everyone's panicking to fight their way out of the tent. I'm cutting my way out. I'm gonna find a way to just open this bitch up so I can get on the outside of this tent. Wait a minute. Maybe it was Igor or Yuri who did that. I'm going nowhere. I'm going nowhere <laughs> in the woods in a tent with you. Let's just put it out there. I'm not not going to trails and stuff like that. Sorry. Uh, Wait. Wait. You didn't come down to the seaside and do the trails? You were at the seaside with the trails, weren't you? That's different from going hiking in the hills of Russia. Yes, seriously. The the next time we go to Russia, I'll make sure we don't go into the fucking trails, you dumbass. (laughs) The only way that Island Beach trails can be dangerous remotely is if a big fucking storm was passing over and you just uh, happened to be out first there. First of all, moment. fuck you. There was Fox there. And last time, uh, last weekend, Isaiah and I saw Fox trails. <laughs> oh, you saw Fox. Now, I understand they're dangerous. They're animals. That's but why I brought my fucking more... stick. They come up to your they're shit. Fox, bro. Fox aren't going to do shit to you. Unless, okay. like, a hundred of okay. them attack you at the same time. Yeah. And then so next time you, you come up to a fucking one, fox and say, oh, good puppy. No. I'm not no fuck that because first of all, I'm not gonna come into a box. That that shit could have fucking rabies for all I know, bro. So it's still exactly. dangerous. Exactly. The point is, you can kick a motherfucker away. All a fox is is a is a dog with cat DNA. It's programmed like a cat. God, it was God's artistic day when he was making. Excuse that. me. My point is, everyone was getting the fuck out of the tent. Everyone was getting out of the tent. Everyone was panicking. Sergey whipped out his buck knife and made his way out of the tent because Jesus I know Christ. that's something Josh would do. You know, I know that's something Josh <laughs> would do. Josh would sit there and go, "Fuck you and your everybody. I'll buy you another uh, one." At, uh, and then you just see Josh. Walmart. First off, Josh would never be in the fucking woods. And if he was in the woods, he would just be like what happened in Vermont. He would have guns hidden in the trees, like the Kevin Hart joke. Gun compartment. All right. So, I don't know. To me, uh, I'll, I'll I'll go. Around. Josh, we'll start with you. What what do you what do you feel about this uh, this this incident? I gotta say, I feel like this is a giant amalgamation of just different things happening all at once to the same group of people. Like I think I saw a movie once that had the same kind of scenario where like everything happened at the same exact time, but it was like six or seven different scenarios and they all collided at the same exact moment. So I kind of feel like this is the same situation because it's weird that you can't sit there and pinpoint exactly what happened, even though you could technically put together a timeline um, just of everything that happened. But like they could have been scared of something. They could have been attacked. It could have been technically a robbery or even an explosion. Like I said, anything could have uh, could have caused it. I can't say definitively, definitively what the hell is going on or even what i think i just it's huge ass mumble jumbo right now yeah dude that shit's called murphy's law if it can go wrong motherfucker it will go wrong first of all that's called the kaola law second of all um anthony go on what what is your opinion i think it's the lack of (laughs) evidence that makes me sit there and go i don't know i can't (laughs) i can't look at one picture of a bigfoot and think it was a Bigfoot. I can't see, you know, that one chick had radiation on her. Two people had some radiation on them. What level is the radiation? Or are they like, it's really, <clears throat> was it really high? Like, because that would be something noticeable. Or is it something that in passing, maybe they ate the wrong mushroom growing out of the ground or something? Who knows? So I can't <sighs> look at that and go, that's aliens. I'm, my point is, I'm not going to the extreme with anything. When there's, I try to make sure that there's a logical and sound uh uh explanation for everything even if even if there are still questions the idea that it's rooted in reality is where i'm going to naturally go first so i and the, give me the evidence they were mauled by something there's a bigfoot picture they have radiation from an alien I, that's it's too big of a leap for me i think i agree with josh everything that could have went wrong did, did go wrong someone booked the wrong tickets and they decided to go on this trip and it was the wrong thing to do and they that's their ass. They're on a t-shirt now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Eric? Um, 
Well, I'm going to be the complete opposite of Anthony on that end, and I will be the extremist. And because on top of it, I will say that I do not know what happened because I was not there. I was in Canada that night. But anyways, because I don't know what happened, I'm going to blame the Illuminati. Is he on the same program with us? I don't fucking know. What 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 the, what the fuck? What the we fuck just is saw going three on? mysteries, but this wasn't one of them. I think I, he finally cracked and started smoking crack. What the fuck was that? How how, how are you going to blame the Illuminati? Well, they weren't even talked about. Anyway, Dad, go on, please. This is. I don't know what this. I got to follow that. I swear to Christ. What? All right. I I don't look. There's there's a lot here that that uh, doesn't seem right. Um, my opinion basically would be I don't I don't believe it was Bigfoot. Okay. Yes, I agree um, with that. I don't have a I don't I don't believe it was an avalanche because there's no evidence of an avalanche. However, I'm gonna I know this is far out there, but I'm gonna because of two things, because of the 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 tongue and the eye of certain victims being ripped out or whatever. I, I think that um, uh, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> Anthony and him are having a finger oh, war. Okay, just go on. Just just don't, don't pay I, attention. I, I I think in my mind that they were in the woods and there was something there when they saw the, the orange orbs. And I do believe this is extraterrestrial. I do, and that's all the markings to me of an, of an extraterrestrial event. Same as the cow mutilations in Utah. So that that would be my idea. I don't, I don't, you know, that and the fact that there was radiation. If there's no radiation, then you know I, I'm going to jump on it to the uh, the Josh bandwagon where everything happened at one time. But because there's radiation there, and only on two victims, and because there was a bright orange orb in the sky and stuff like that. I do believe that uh, something spooked them in that, that night and they tried to get out of there and they met their fate through uh, extraterrestrial means. That's my opinion. Well, Dad, I think there's a way that your opinion and Josh have been can marry each other. I think everyone's opinion is right, actually. So there was a nuclear, there was a bomb that the, the government was testing, so they all ran out of their, their tents. One of them freaked on the other and tried to kill him. And then they were attacked by Bigfoot. So they ran. And then the aliens came. And then after the aliens came. Hold uh, on. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, yeah, hold on. Uh, hold on. Uh oh. I'm out. I'm there. I am. Hold on. <laughs> but all I'm saying is prove me wrong. How do we know that those. I can't, I, can't I, prove me wrong either. No, no, I understand that. But I'm saying like. The idea that that could actually happen is legit. It could be a legitimate working theory because no one can prove me wrong. That you know, if you watch the movie, if you watch the movie Devil's Pass, every wild scenario is is exactly that. They end up like they they like try to recreate the uh, yachtless past, and they go missing. What's it called? An avalanche happens. Then they get separated. They end up finding a freaking military base. And in this military base, they find aliens and go time traveling. Okay. And they okay. were the bodies found at Yachtless Pass. According I, to the I movie. Believe, I believe in the future you're going to find a lot more evidence of this kind no, of activity. This is, cold, this is like a this is literally a cold case. No, no, no I'm talking about different cases uh, and cases to come. I'm sorry. I, I just think this is way uh, too way too much shit's going on that we're not being told. That's I, I think something happened. Thanks. Like the Illuminati. And it's not the Illuminati. For fuck's you sake, it's that. not the Illuminati. You don't know um, that. Um I do think something uh, uh something strange. Uh, I don't know if it's a Bigfoot. As far as the um the radiation on the bodies, I think uh they could have been doing something or trailing or hiking in 
this area and that area, again, it's Russia in the 50s, could have had radiation in it because of some type of testing. Uh, because you know Russia yeah. doesn't tell anybody any type of secrets. Um, so I, I think they might have caught some radiation and this might have been a secret government area. But again, it, it, what, 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 it's very strange to me and could comp- completely prove everyone's theory if there was other footprints found besides the own victims. There was no other type of footprints or trails from anything except for the victims. Now, if there was an avalanche after they died or something like that, it would have covered their footprints too. Or you could have had a a trail of the slab avalanche and seen that, but there was no other trail of anything else in the snow, which is very fucking weird. Um, It could be aliens, but again, I don't know if that area is a hyperactive zone for extraterrestrial activity. So, I don't know. It's a very strange case, and I'll be honest, I'm going to be up in the air on this one, you know? I, I, I'm, I'm a, as Joshua says, I'm going to be on the fence because I, I, agree. I, I, I don't know what the fuck's going on with this. All right. Cause you had some fuck you. There's going to be some, you know, some people died because of, you know, hypothermia. Other people died and were completely mutilated. So right. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's just, are you the grammar police tonight? No, I was fucking with you. You said it right. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but yeah, so I think, uh, I don't know, to me, it's, it's just up in the air for this this episode. Um, but yeah, hopefully next week, guys, we're back in the booth. <clears throat> yeah, we should be. I feel fine. Or getting better. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, so I don't know. What is next week's episode? Let me, let me, let me check real quick. So next week's episode is there's my search box thank you joshua i think it's the ghost ship mary celeste excuse me huh i think it's the ghost ship mary celeste we are talking about ghost ship the mary celeste pretty good which we haven't talked about ghosts in a while on this on the show (laughs) now since uh october we're talking about demons I think ghosts we haven't talked about since the beginning of the show when we were talking about the ghosts of New Jersey, Dan. Yeah, you're probably right. Which, time. I'll be honest, Mr. West had a very good idea, and I'll explain this to the people for this episode, too. Mr. West wants to go back to our first season when it was just you and I and a little bit of episodes with them. And, and me. Ta- and talk. You don't count. You don't count. Take and, those episodes and update them to, to something to the four of us now. Yeah, and have uh, well, five of us. I mean, we're not counting Cito here. We got to count Cito. As Anthony's just sitting on the side. <laughs> no, no, I was saying um, we literally we got six take, people now. We should take we should oh, take what myself. we should take what we did. We should take what we did back um, or what y'all did way back, like all the old conspiracies that we've all talked about individually and like what we think of them. And and we should just like search out and reach out to people who have like actually like studied this their whole lives and like hear their input and stuff like that, you know? That yeah. works. I have more have more guests. Yeah. And I'm still working on that guest right now, um, for the JFK thing. But um but yeah, so I think this is a good episode. Anthony, thank you for joining. Uh um, your pleasure. It's been your pleasure. Mr. I don't have a podcast, but uh, we're going to sit here Thanks. and go to next week's episode, which is the Mary Celeste. I don't know if you want to join us next week for that. Sure. Um, and I Joey think- thought for years, he thought for years it was called the Mama Celeste. So. Uh, wow. Uh, wow. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to uh, end this episode here. Thank you guys for joining. I'll see you back in the booth Thursday. Uh, say good, good night to everyone. Good night, everybody. everybody. Yeah, to me. And we will catch you guys next week. Remember, guys, question everyone. Good night, everybody. Konnichiwa, bitches. It's Ryu West speaking. If you want to find out more about the Is This Real podcast, 
Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash isthisrealpc or on Twitter at isthisrealpc or on Instagram at isthisrealpodcast, all one word. <laughs>